Air, water, earth, fire. For hundreds of years, the four nations have lived in harmony. The Avatar, master of all four elements, has always been responsible for maintaining the peace. But Avatar Roku passed away 13 years ago, and now the four nations look to the air nomads to reveal the next Avatar. But the world is met in silence. Five young heroes stopped a secret Fire Nation invasion on their way to deliver the news of the Air Nomad genocide to Ba Sing Se. Now the world knows of the loss of the Air Nomads and both the Water Tribes and the Earth Kingdom prepare for all-out war. But as harmony is dissolved, our young heroes need to address the agitated spirits and bring peace back to the world. Previously on the Flying Bison Podcast... The crew decides to touch down near the broken-down sand sailor, only to discover two sand-stranded teens and a mysterious man inside of a treasure chest. Agreeing to help them fix their sand sailor and help them win a race, they ferry the teens back to town. There, Osa slinks off to have a discussion with her enemy Iron, and Ren must fight the blue kangaroo if they ever hope to figure out where Chad went. Oh, welcome to another episode of the Flying Bison Podcast. We are all very excited for the Mario movie coming out. (laughs) 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 I'm actually, I actually am kind of excited. I'm not going to lie. I think it could be fun. Uh, It'll be fun despite a certain someone's voice acting skills. Everyone else is like spot on. Yeah. There's just one that seemed a little it's a media Mario. Yeah, and it's out of left field potentially. Look, it's a it's <laughs> it's a bummer that that's the main character of the movie, but you know. Well, I feel like I they're going to really swing Peach as a, like a really Yeah. That's that's kind of exciting honestly cuz it is. Yeah. Even in the games she's not really important. Yeah, it's kind of really, just the damsel in distress. I just really mm-hmm. want Pratt to pronounce his name as Mario each time he says it. <laughs> really hammering that nail can you hit danny just in case chris pratt is listening to this right now you want to give him like uh give him a take of what do you think that would sound like oh um it's a me i'm one of the super mario brothers i'm the the super mario let's go that's a spot on chris let's go Okay. No, it's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Please, I don't want to hear anymore. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing else will be able to compare. So I need you to stop so I can still enjoy the rest of my life. <laughs> Every oh, time you play Mario fun. now, you're just gonna wish it sounded like that. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I was I was gonna ask you about holiday food or not holiday food. I was gonna ask you about um, Christmas music. But instead, I I always associate Christmas with movies. Not only just like Christmas movies, but like we I feel like we would always go to the theater, and like I feel like a bunch of great movies come out around the Christmas season too. It's actually a tradition that's kind of have is going to see a movie on Christmas Day. Oh yeah? yeah, what are you guys planning to see this year? We never plan anything. It's just like. The day usually ends up free and you're like, yes, go see a movie, you know, whatever. What are some of the highlights of, that you have seen on Christmas Day? Oh, man. Or like, what did you see last year? 
trying to make me remember someone from a whole year ago. I don't don't remember. (laughs) Or anybody. Like, what uh, favorite Christmas movies? My Christmas. Yeah, that's Fargo. You're just not allowed to answer questions anymore. Jingle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What's your one, Rose? Okay. Jingle all the way. Yeah. Uh, Fun fact my mom is a background in that movie. Hmm. She was at the mall uh, that day. There's a mall scene, will? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's trying yeah, to take she was, the ball from trying like to get the mouth. turbo man. Yeah, she, I've actually <laughs> never seen it, but she was that. she was at the mall that day, and she just ended up walking behind in the back of the camera. Did she have to sign anything? Or I think she probably signed an NDA. Actually, to be honest, I don't know. It was what the 80s. Did they do anything 90s. legal no, like that? Did yeah. 90s. Did they have laws back then? <laughs> Did they have laws back then? It didn't seem like it. If you listen, wild bus in the 80s. well, I know that sometimes in in some areas, like when they're filming in a real life place, and people, just regular people, are there, they'll like have things up or have people at the entrance where they say like, "By walking in, you're consenting to be in this," and that's kind of it. Yes. And yeah, sure. I don't. I don't know about like films though, because then you risk someone just stopping behind like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> looking at the just camera like, like, like on the news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure like I don't, I'm not sure with like big films like that. Like I don't know. That I, mean, like they, I know they do that in New York City a lot. I've, I've walked through wow. I did not make it into any movies but I've walked through sets that are where they're yeah. like if you walk through it's you might be in the movie. It's interesting. I wonder what kind of like shots those were for because I'd be really worried that someone would just stop like that, <laughs> and then gets like in the background. All right, do it again. Yeah, I, and then I you ruin the date. <laughs> I still love to think about how when they were filming Public Enemies with Johnny Depp in Green Bay, Wisconsin, my mo- my mother heard about that and said, "Kids, pack your things. We're driving to Green Bay." <laughs> and we drove to Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> And so I just sat there and we we're like, look, <laughs> they're filming a movie. We, we could get within like maybe a hundred feet of like the borders from where they're filming the movie. We saw some guy shooting like blanks out of a Tommy gun outside of a window. So that was pretty cool. Wow. My mom was sure that we were going to see Mr. Depp. We never saw him. But probably wasn't even in the scene. Probably wasn't even there. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Depp is just um, an AI. <laughs> There's a movie about that. He's an NPC. There is a movie about that. Uh, Monroe, have you ever been in a Christmas movie? (laughs) No. But I am willing if anyone wants to cast me. Should we throw in a Christmas movie? (laughs) Should we write a Hallmark Christmas movie? Oh, no. Yes, and we should all film it in our individual pieces, (laughs) like all separately from each other, and then just cut it all together. Yeah. Well, Uh, okay. No aesthetic continuity. Justin walks outside in Chicago and all of a sudden you're in Madrid. <laughs> in Madrid. And, yeah. And it's and me. Say something to Steve. It's and Steve just replies in Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> just hard cut. Guys, this is this is Hallmark. There's some standards. They're low, but there are some standards. <laughs> you're right. We have to name it Christmas on Honeysuckleberry Street. It's gotta be yeah, or like a a nice pun, a nice Christmas pun. Hmm. <laughs> okay, back to my favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> what, 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 what do we got, Justin? For me, um, yes. 
Can I say Die Hard? I was going to say no Die Hard as a Christmas hard. movie. Well, yeah, but that's... There's always one Die Hard in every group. There's one person who says Die Hard. <laughs> okay, I got it's it. Me. Here's the, here's the okay. title. Mary Madrid, you know. <laughs> oh my well, gosh. Huh? Uh, all right, I'll go back to the pitch board. I think that's my. <laughs> I think it's my new favorite Christmas movie. All right, I guess we're making this movie. Everyone, I think just for so me, it's Home Alone. Have something to look forward to. Uh, okay, Home Alone is like honestly the only Christmas movie that has any uh, feeling or attachment in my heart. So really, yeah. the only Christmas movie, the only one. Yeah, like Love Actually was fun. The Holiday was. Oh, I don't fun. count that as a like. I find, I find almost every quote-unquote Christmas movie completely forgettable. Hmm. So, yeah. You ever seen know. The Night Before? I dig me some Elf. The I Night Before? Say Elf? No. The Night Before Christmas? No, The Night Before is the name of the film. Oh, no. I don't know that one. But That's Elf, cool. no? Elf sucked. Whoa. Okay, we're Those are some fighting words right uh, there. Johnny, Johnny, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Skip over that. Skip over that. I... <laughs> um, my favorite Christmas movie is <laughs> Home Alone Two, actually. But um, Lost in New York. Yeah. Lost in New York is good. It's good. That is a. I feel like it's out of left field. With the dreaded bird lady. That's that's actually why I love Home Alone Two. The bird lady. She really clinches yeah. it for you. His yeah. irrational fear of just a lady standing there covered in birds. He starts screaming bloody murder. To be fair, she's covered in bird poop. The first time I watched that, <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand. I was like eight year old Danny, and I was like, "Why is he so scared?" <laughs> Maybe it's because I, you know I'm conditioned a certain way. But there's a woman covered in poop, Daniel. <laughs> I was also afraid. I'm still Even afraid, so. honestly. No, I think that uh, Home Alone 2 is one of those rare sequels that seems to completely understand why people loved the original and yeah. recapture it. Uh, Without doing the exact same thing exactly. over again? Yes. Absolutely. Yep. 100%. Yep. I'm, I actually agree with Johnny. I like Home Alone 2 more than Home Alone. Cool. Cool. It's also the only Home Alone to feature a uh, past president. <laughs> <laughs> so... Fun trivia facts there. <laughs> it's not really fun. It's not, himself. it's not fun. It's not fun. Oh, God. <laughs> Is it really worth mentioning? Wait, Steve, Love Actually didn't do it for you. I don't even consider that a Christmas movie. Right? Really? I don't like Love, Love actually. actually. What? What? Which one like do you Love not actually? consider an? You don't consider Love Actually a Christmas movie? Yeah, I know that's kind of weird because it's like really Christmassy, but it's really not about Christmas at all. It's about relationships and love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's about love, yeah. actually. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about the love, first actually. Actually. <laughs> can I can I you know, can I say can I say parasite? It snows in parasite. It snows. There's the bar. Jeez. Well then, then can I, I say snow parasite. Snow Piercer. Can I say Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones is my favorite Christmas movie. Wait, is it Snow Piercer an okay. Easter movie? Because there's a part coming we should the get it. At oh. some point, we don't have time now, but <laughs> I should have defined what a Christmas movie is. It can't just snow in the movie. Yeah, it's a movie there's, about there's Christmas. There's like a... Yeah. So at that, Ooh, we like, could just Iron agree Man 3? Iron question. Man 3 is a Christmas yeah. movie. <laughs> I really like no, that's why I hate like 
on like HBO, it lists the Harry Potter movies as like Christmas classics. <laughs> yeah, like, Christmas just because movies. Christmas nope. happens in the movie doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Yeah. yeah. It also, Christmas only comes up in like some of those movies. Like the it's first two. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, not that's like it. <laughs> Ridiculous. I think that is like a hall. That might just be like because. What is it's it? It's because ABC Family the, does the a marathon. marathon. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's every like single every holiday. Yeah, yeah. Well, they do Thanksgiving too. That's, I mean, you have the rights to the films. Just, just show them um, all year. What is life if not a never-ending Harry Potter marathon? <laughs> a flying bison. I hope, I hope literally marathon. anything else. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, that's wonderful. Steve, uh, I am no longer your friend. Uh, <laughs> I will not forget your comments about Elf. Yeah, Steve and... revealed some shocking and horrible things during this yeah, conversation. that is... You probably have to bleep them out, honestly. I'm going to need, no, I'm gonna need some time to, know. to get over this. <laughs> yeah, the world, the world deserves to so. know the truth about Steve. <laughs> yeah. We'll also be posting his new address. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to dox you, yep. Steve. We're doxing yeah. you, Steve. <laughs> you canceled. You're done. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> and uh, you canceled. <laughs> you canceled. <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, you're welcome to your own opinions, wrong as they may be. Uh, we have uh, hopefully a, a fun show tonight. Um, We're doing a, fun... a holiday raffle. We're doing a holiday raffle. Steve, talk, talk about a holiday raffle. I just, wasn't sure holiday if, raffle. I just wasn't sure how you were transitioning, so I just wanted to interrupt it. I wasn't sure if he was allowed to speak anymore, honestly. He was, just... <laughs> he was, he was testing the waters. He was like, can I say, can hey, I say hey guys, anything? Hey, uh, what about me? Hey, uh, we're still in the <laughs> Flying Bison holiday raffle zone. So before December 23rd, if you haven't yet, um, please consider being a patron at any level, and you will be entered to have one of the seats at the table for a four-session campaign GM'd by us playing Avatar Legends. So yeah, and bring a friend. You have to bring a friend, so that's cool. Yeah. I think that's all I had to say. This is the time. Now is the time. It's the time. Patronize us. Patronize us. (laughs) Uh, Why have we never said that? It's so (laughs) patronizing. (laughs) Uh, we've got uh, a wonderful show for you tonight. Um, as I said earlier, uh, we're gonna. F- I think. I think tonight we're gonna. F- we're gonna put all the puzzle pieces together. Of what happened during your drug trip? I think it's the night, and uh, I think I've got a couple. Couple more things in store, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, I. How have you? I've been really enjoying these last few episodes. Um. Mainly because there's just a mechanic for me introducing the most off-the-wall ideas that I can think of. I think these are some of my favorite episodes. These are fun. For very very different reasons than, like, other competing favorites. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you will. I would like my bombs, please. (laughs) We'll get them, maybe. That's all I want. (laughs) We'll see. This was just we'll his way nice. of completely getting rid of Chase bombs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, would be, that would be crippling. No, because no, because Nick's never used them in an OP way, yeah. like literally ever. So I would never. Um, Thanks, buddy. Well, you you uh, <laughs> came across a broken sand sailor, 
swooped on down, met Melor and his twin sister, Hin, who you had chartered to take you out into the Siguan Desert, uh, and at some point broke their sand sailor. Oops. Um, oops. Stranded them out there and then left them. Uh, <laughs> and you brought out a giant chest with you. And wouldn't you know it, inside the chest is a man named Buo Ling, who is the man tattooed on Liko's face. Leg. Leg. <laughs> tattooed his face Sorry. over his face. <laughs> tattooed his face over his face. <laughs> terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> tattooed his face over her leg. Uh, he has her face tattooed on his leg, obviously. And... Uh, He's a shady dude, so you put him back, I believe, in the treasure chest. You left him out in the desert. In the you just put him back in the chest, mm-hmm. left with uh, Melor and Hin. We didn't uh, lock him. Just to be clear. You didn't lock him. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. He'll get out eventually. And he'll come back. Um, <laughs> we, we did knock him unconscious with blunt force trauma to the head. Correct. But... Yes. Yes. Oh, so when he wakes up, did? he will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he oh, did. Also did. Oh, so it did. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, when you got <laughs> uh, on the way back to the city, you spoke a little bit to Melor and Hin, found out that um, they were planning to use that sand sailor to enter into the annual Dust the Bowl pod racing. race. A pod race, yes. Uh, we're calling it Dust Bowl racing, though, because it's the Dust Bowl and they do sand sailor racing. Uh, and so you agreed to make up for breaking their sand sailor by helping them fix it up. And they still need two people to help them in the actual race itself. And so two of you are going have agreed to be on their team in exchange. You have asked them to help you uh, find Wansi Tong's library. So help them the race. They'll help you find the library. We still have a few things we have to figure out. We got to figure out. We got to figure out where chase bombs are. We got to figure out where Chad is. We're starting to figure out how Che got sparkly red underwear with a kangaroo possum <laughs> on it. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. And then the last thing we got to figure out is where did Rosa get all this money from? <sighs> And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You've split it up amongst all of you. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. Well, back to why Che has sparkly red underwear. Uh, it is the underwear of uh, Luchador, the blue kangaroo, who you have stumbled upon and somehow sneaked into this fighting wrestling arena only if Ren would fight. And so now Ren finds himself face to face with a gigantic mountain of a man with a red sparkly uh, like luchador mask, a red sparkly cape that has like a blue kangaroo on the back bank kangaroo possum uh, and just regular underwear just Calvin just Klein reg- just some Calvin Klein tidy whities <laughs> uh, 
he's also got well i guess you can't see it actually no you can see it just poking out from like the bottom of his luchador mask it looks like a handlebar mustache <laughs> uh and you are all sitting now in the ring as this fight has started and the bell has gone ding 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 i think Man, I will, still yeah, outside. Che and osa are still you outside, outside i believe they were outside. Yeah. Okay, they hadn't walked in yet. Okay. And that's good. Um, we'll get to that in a bit. The bell goes ding, ding, ding. Ren, what would you like to do? I'll kangaroo in your day. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you're going to regret that one, brother. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> and the light spotlight comes on, and he's like, oh, hold up a second here. I've been calling you brother, brother, and he he points at your um, like arm tassel, band. yeah, armband. Yeah, he points at that and goes, "I've been calling you brother, brother. You okay with me calling you brother?" <laughs> oh, yeah, Anything the blue kangaroos really that is so nice. protective of people's gender and sexual identities. Yeah, that that works just fine. That's fine. <laughs> Incredible, brother is fine. All right, brother. He's charging at you. <laughs> we immediately pretend to be sworn enemies just after this moment of civility. Uh, uh, he is—he's yeah. charging at you. What would you like to do? Um, initially, uh, Ren just dodges, trying okay. to observe. Uh, what, what, the blue kangaroo is the name of this. Rest the of blue kangaroo. Yes. Trying to observe the blue kangaroo's movement patterns. Okay. Is there anything distinctive? Let me. Uh, why don't you? Uh, I'm gonna have you assess the situation. Why don't I assess the situation? But derp. That's an very, eight. Very assessive. How assessive of me. It's uh, excessive enough to ask me one question. Hmm. What should I be on the lookout for? Ren, you sort of step to the side as he runs past you. And you can see that while obviously the underwear that Che had matches this outfit, the Calvin Klein tidy whities that he is wearing now uh, look a little like ratty and old and so there's there's like a hole that if you could like <laughs> shove the cape into could like trip him up you know what I mean there's a hole in the tidy whities that are exterior to his outfit which could correct. be used as a sort of hook correct <laughs> it's not a big hole guys get your minds out of the gutters but if i Just were like to a little put, yeah but if i were to put his, own, his own cape it's just goofy his own cape or anything yeah, or, or anything. anything i was just giving you an example yeah yeah interesting i feel I more feel sad like now because i'm like not only does this guy not have backup luchador gear but he doesn't even have proper underwear, <laughs> <Clean> underwear. <laughs> oh no <laughs> poor blue kangaroo Alright, in classic wrestling world fashion, Ren just collaboratively warms up the crowd with the blue kangaroo okay. with some softer moves, 
some slams with quick kind of bounce back and whispers into his ear during this whole charade. Uh, I'll pay you a little bit if you throw the match. We can get you some new undies. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so you have sort of sidestepped and seen this opportunity and he like charged past you and went into the those elastic you know rings and then comes tumbling back oh i'm gonna get you brother and he comes towards you and kind of gets you a bit in a grapple you can tell he's not trying to hurt you he's just putting (laughs) something on for the crowd and you've got this opportunity to like lean in and Mm. whisper this thing to him um why don't you plead Mm. does he care what i think I was going to say push your luck, but the mention of the new underwear, I think, is what. <laughs> oh, no. I, I rolled it's snake eyes. Oh, 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 man. Uh, okay. Snake eyes. You hear him whisper back, I got you, brother. Uh, and he sort of uh, throws you away from the grapple. Uh, but soft enough that you kind of like it looks like it hurts, but you kind of like stumble and and land and can pop back up. Uh, and and because you have convinced him to throw this match for some money and new underwear, the fight goes on for a little bit. I would like for you to tell me how you finish the fight. Oh, with the trifecta, of course. <laughs> First, Ren does the cyclone. Lifting the blue kangaroo over his shoulders. He then would turn his shoulders to the right and fling his opponent to the left. Immediately before he can recover, Ren comes back for a grand slam, grabbing both arms of the blue kangaroo, hoisting him up and slamming him with a sit-out slam. But his final move, he jumps onto the corner of the ring and yells, Poison darts! Don't worry, not really. And then he jumps down and does a bunch of quick, fast, chi-blocking jabs with his fingers, reducing him to whatever he is reduced to. Uh, and you can see uh, at this point, uh, uh, Che and Osa, you walk in to the crowd just ah, ah, shouting and screaming and in joy and elation at this match that was put on in front of them. Uh, and as you walk in and, and take your seats next to Rosic and Liko, you can see Ren in the fighting ring and laying on the mat, completely immobile, is a one of the biggest people you have ever seen in your entire life. And the referee comes up to you, Ren, and grabs your hand and lifts it up. And we've got a winner, folks! The Chi-Wolf! Rosic is definitely like among the standing ovation, just cheering at the top of his lungs. At some point, he turns to Leek and goes, how can this be staged? Everyone says it's staged. There's no way. He starts clapping and cheering. Ren's Kyoshi-inspired makeup is running. It's just tears. Completely (laughs) completely ruining the design. But Ren is smiling. Now I'm nervous because that was a miss, Justin. So I'm like... Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, did he cooperate or did he actually plan to overthrow me and then I just ruined him? <laughs> we'll find out, won't we? Well, Ren does some, some showboating, as is customary. Yeah. Points at the kangaroo possum on his luchador underwear and says, The possum! 
is awesome and then leaves <laughs> and Ren you were led back to the rooms where the fighters get to you know take a shower change rest whatnot and eventually the blue kangaroo walks in and sees you and walks up towards you oh how's it going there brother uh i felt pretty good about the match but um i feel like i should give you these these belong to you and ren offers him the, the red luchador underwear Oh, I really thank you for that. <coughs> this takes a number on my voice. <coughs> we can't all it's... be Gulk Gogan. <laughs> uh, my name's just Hogan. Ah, my mistake. Yeah, it's all right. Everybody confuses me for some for Gulk Gogan. Good to meet you, Hogan. Yes, thank you for the underwear. Uh, it's such a bummer that I'm going to have to do this. All right, boys. And uh, from a back room, this squat little man in a suit comes no, in. No, And he walks straight up to you. Doesn't say anything to Ho. Where is it? Uh, where is it? You were with yeah. your friends, and Do they I took it. Be more specific. I don't think I do. Ren starts racking his brain and thinking about all the strange objects in possession of the party. Uh, Ren lifts up his circle shield, and he's like, "Ah, uh, this. I just got this commission. No. This is what you're okay. Uh, the Naginata." With the wolf symbol. This. I'm going to give you one last chance. Oh, oh, this. And then Ren pulls out some of the poison that was specially put together for him by the white lotus and blows it into his face. <laughs> Our boy was playing 5D chess the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Nick really wanted me to say beans. I really did want you to say beans. But this was way better. Why don't you push your luck? Oh, he's a deity. Gods, we're golden oh, gods. It's a full hit. It's a 12. Uh, I don't think, did we ever establish what you wanted this poison to do? No. Murder. Go ahead and tell me. Yeah, Murder. Go ahead and tell me. <laughs> so, Ren had asked uh, to have this poison put together in the form of like a crushed powdered kind of tea um, so if he made a proper tea at a certain concentration it would be lethal but otherwise it would not and would be in a versatile form for occasions such as this mm -hmm. so Ren is hoping to severely incapacitate for some time but he's hoping he didn't like blow so much at the guy that he's going to kill him Hopefully it will not just be a temporary knockout, but result in five days of the runs. Something like that. It <laughs> <laughs> just gives him, gives him the shits. Yeah, it just gives him something to think about while he's sitting on the pot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, all right. So a few things are going to happen because on a pusher luck, no matter what, what happens, it, it costs you to scrape by. 
Mm-hmm. You do get another lucky opportunity for that 12 plus. And you do what you want, which is blow the poison in their faces. All right, Steve. (laughs) Is Ren supposed to be caught unawares for all of these? I've already been captured before. I don't want to be captured again. I understand. I love it. (laughs) Ren, you blow the poison powder in their faces and it flutters into the air in their faces and they're (coughs) and one by one you see them start to drop boom 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 they start dropping one by one hogan is the last he's sort of stumbling you can tell that his eyes are getting heavy and he's having trouble staying conscious and he starts to move towards you to grab you and you duck and dodge and slip out of his grasp and run out the back nice chat on the way uh you can tell me if this is enough of a uh enough of another lucky opportunity okay you see on your way out uh, a painting of what looks like they, it seems like they they must do like quick sketches or paints of all the matches here or at least all the big ones and it is che standing over hogan holding hogan's underwear over <laughs> che's head <laughs> i feel very lucky with this opportunity all right okay um you you get out um justin yeah can I grab it off the wall? Absolutely, you can grab okay, it off the wall. Okay, good, good. Totally. Good. I'll let you okay. with that lucky opportunity. I'm like, oh, this should be framed. And then Ren leaves. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get to what it cost you in a second. Okay. I want to move over to the four of you as Ren has won. And now you're just kind of like sitting and you're not really sure, like, is he coming out for another fight? Is he done? Do we find him? But you're waiting there for what seems like a decent amount of time. Should probably go find him, yeah? Hmm. Yep. Where do you think he could be? Well, he went in that door and Rizik points in the door off of the arena. <laughs> I feel like that'd be kind of hard to get to. Um, mm-hmm. Hey guys, where have you been? Well, we were going to go around the back to look for Chad, and then all of a sudden we were here. Yeah, I, I think our ability to read architecture is worse than we thought. Yeah. Just kind of mm-hmm. ended up inside. <laughs> Just got lost. Yeah. Well, we kind of lost, um, you know. You lost Ren? I, I mean, he walked in there, and well, yeah, he we hasn't s- come back out. Oh. <sighs> And I'm we can't get in this way, so I'm thinking we might have to go through the back. He very quickly just volunteered himself for a fight before we could really say anything. I figured that's what had happened. You guys aren't surprised. I mean, I was I like airdropped across the city. I was yeah. Found you guys pretty quick. It was no one's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, uh, good, 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 good on you guys. Let's go find Ren. <laughs> Where do you go? 
I'm guessing the exit that I took in that hurry and grabbing the sketch was like not the one I had taken in to the secret area. No, no. What, like do, what do I what do I see, Justin? Um, mostly you see like a few other like wrestlers getting ready for their matches. Um, there is like a you do pass by a door that has a, a big burly looking guy standing in front of it. Um, and through the window of that door, you can catch what looks to be like some people like leaning over a big pile of something. You can't really tell in how quickly you're moving through the hallway. I know. I'm looking at Nick's face. I'm like, if I were Che, (laughs) (laughs) are they bombs? (laughs) Um, Ren beelines. Ren does not give any consideration to whatever he's glimpsed through the window. (laughs) Um, And Ren dips into a corner really quickly and finds like a trough. Uh, mm-hmm. And just like rinses off the makeup and changes out of the wrestling garb as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Try to get under the radar a bit. Why don't you? Um, hmm. You know what? What do I know? What do you feel about like a like a like a trick? Sounds like you're trying to like uh, do this stealthily, fastly, and like trick them thinking like oh that kyoshi warrior went that way when meanwhile you're just like in regular clothes i think it's preemptive so if i encounter them we can see okay let's i'm gonna have you roll the trick now cool we can have it if it comes up it comes up i'll even let you like hold on to your decision till you encounter someone 11 okay so you'll be able to pick two of those options if you do need to trick them cool Otherwise, Ren will circle back around trying to look for his friends and try to find a way yeah. to signal them. Yep. Uh, you do. You you circle back into the 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 fighting area and see your friends there. Over the uproar, Ren is trying to get their attention without being conspicuous. So at first, it's just like, psst, psst, guys. Man, I wonder how we get to Ren. Oh, so- you know, just. Osa doesn't hear it, but he's like surveying, looking for ways to get around. And I think he spots Ren at that point. Oh, good. Because I was about to shoot a dart without poison at Rosic. (laughs) (laughs) Ren waves and flaps his arms and then beckons for everyone to come urgently. He's over there, guys. Oh, wow. He looks so inconspicuous. Looks like he wants us to come over there. There's a little bit of desperation in his face. I was he looks pretty desperate in his face. He like really yeah. wants us to go over there. <laughs> that face yeah, those is are desperate. definitely like come over here motions. For Should sure. we go yeah. over there? The thing is, in the opposite direction, <laughs> there's a concession stand. I have the worst <laughs> friends. All right, Rosa, you balls. go get bowed. The rest of us will go. and okay. Okay. Yeah, this is good. Good plan. Good. Good, good, good. Also, really come on strong with the plans lately. This is nice. <laughs> Anyways, Ren, or, uh, I was gonna say, Rosic, you're like you get into this long line to get to the bow, and you're you're like uh, watching as your friends walk up to Ren, uh, and you all you all see Ren, they all come up to you, minus Rosic, who's standing in line <laughs> to get snack food. Rosic also has like a small like armful of just merch that he somehow managed <laughs> to buy on the way. Yeah, there's like so a. A blue kangaroo possum, mm-hmm. like a possum plush, a blue uh, mm-hmm. kangaroo yeah, possum yeah. plush. Of course, yeah, and yeah. He has like a hat and 
Well, a luchador mask, obviously. Mm-hmm, luchador mask. He's not wearing it, but it's sort of just like on the top of his head, over his hat. Yeah. yeah. So, Ren, what's, uh, that was a pretty nice win you got there. Yeah. Got the tail end of it. Well, I didn't end up getting any money because there were some thugs in the back that tried to take, I don't know what they wanted. They said, it? Give us, give it now? Give us, hand it over? I don't know. They didn't they tell me what they thugs. wanted. Yeah. They, did they have like a leader dude? Kind of intimidating. Yeah, he was short, had a suit. Yeah. It's probably all the money we have. Yeah, it's almost certainly the money. Ah. We could tell them that it's in a trunk in the desert and they should go and get it. <laughs> That's a good idea. We should not tell them that we know where it is, actually. Oh, okay. uh, oh yeah. No, we'll, we'll tell them that it was in a trunk and we dropped it flying over the desert. Well, if we run now, we don't have to tell them anything because I knocked them all out. No, we we just tell them that the guy took it. That's it. Oh, yeah. That yeah. guy. I forget his name already, honestly. What was his name? Uh, oh, so he hit him with a stick. It was... Uh, uh, yeah. We'll call him Chest Guy. Booling. Booling. It was on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Rosic, you look back and see the four of them having a very animated conversation. and runs like pointing to the exit animatedly. Ro- Rose looks like third in line now. And he's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come on, come on. He's like holding his money, waving it, basically. I don't think you understand urgency. Real sick. <laughs> well, I mean, he's already third in line. I mean, he's second in line now. <laughs> come on, come on. As soon as Rosa gets the snacks, we can go. <laughs> and we'll be out of here so fast. Oh, it says like, natural instincts are just kicking in. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so Ren, did you happen to ask him about our giant bird named Chad? The bird that we were. Oh, was I supposed to do did that? Did you forget about Chad? I got really, Chet. I got really excited about the match and the outfits yeah, and the I can theater tell. of it all. No, nope, you did great because you know it's, it. it's not like real fighting. You know, it's like if I had known you were doing that, I would have bet on you, Aww. and I would have made. Wait, what do you mean money? it's not real? I'll explain later. I think later. you just kill someone's yeah, dream. We're right not gonna. <laughs> oh, so were you? Are you a? Are you a big fan of wrestling? Oh, I mean, I just, I'm not the biggest fan, but I like believing that it's all real. That the rivalries are real. That the hits are are real. The the pregnancies, pregnancies, yeah, yeah. the betrayals, the the heartache. Yeah, no, I get it. Ren just yeah. nods nicely and blankly and says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's we can go." Rosic, um, real real quick, um, Rosic is huh? like ordering right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, what would what would you like? Um, I would like. He looks back. One, two, three, four, five. Can I get? Oh wow, five barbecue pig intestines and five bow. Uh, we are out of the barbecue pig intestines. Oh my god, yeah, fish balls. Wait, uh, hang on. Mm-hmm. I just found I found three barbecue pig intestines. Okay, yep, that works. Where did he find give me, them? Give me all the, just give me all the fish balls you have. And he reaches in his pockets and just starts <laughs> waving money at him. <laughs> As you are doing that, you're all watching Rosic do that, and the announcer comes back on. And and for our next match. The Spirit Taker! And, you know, some music plays and this guy walks out to this music. Uh, he actually uh, comes down from the ceiling. Uh, oh, wow. He's lowered down from the, the ceiling. main event energy. This is Spirit Taker. Uh, 
Tonight we've had a special event for you. The Spirit Taker is going to fight a spirit. And the crowd goes, and from a large door, you can hear the sound. We need to get out now. As the doors swing open and these two burly guys are pulling Chad to the middle of the stage. I thought it was actually going to be a spirit. Okay, now I have to break it to Osa. Osa, it isn't a real fight. It's okay to let Chad uh, just play this out. Although I don't know if that's true in this case. Chad is covered in like blue paint, so it kind of looks spirity as they're like dragging him to. Ren, I know that I know that you're the playwright, but if there's anything I've learned about storytelling, that guy's definitely supposed to beat Chad. Okay. And I don't think we should let Chad get hurt. That's kind of a burden responsibility thing. We can have fun with this though. Can we have fun with this? Because I, I feel like we should get out before the mafia wakes up. You've knocked him out. I don't know for how long. All right. Let's. Should we just smash and grab? Like, what do you guys? Well, are there a lot of other like guards and stuff? Ren, you've seen the back. Do you like a B and E? There's a few mus- muscly people. A bird and exit. Yeah, let's do the B and E. All right. All right, bacon and exit is. No, bird and, bird and exit. Rosa comes back. Hey, guys, I got a little something for everyone. Here you go. Here you go. Oh, so you might want to sit down to eat this one. It's in a bowl. <laughs> um, so what's going on? Oh, is this a vegetarian? You see that? That's Chad. <laughs> um, yeah, probably. They're literally living insects in it. <laughs> oh, I'll just pick around them. Look, do you guys see Chad over there? It's kind of crazy, huh? Yeah, we're here. We're gonna we're gonna get him. We're gonna just stuff the food in your pockets. We gotta fight. I think. Actually, I'm not super sure what we're gonna do here. Does anyone have food pockets? Well, we shouldn't have to fight, right? Like, everyone's already focused on the fight. What if we just play up the story a little bit, right? Mm. So I could earthbend a little bit, a little secretly, a little underhanded, right? Just kind of knock this dude off balance, give Chad an excuse to to win, basically. And then, you know, I knock down the ceiling a little bit and Chad flies out. It's easy peasy. I like that. Is how Chad bound like, is Chad? Ch- yeah, I was going to say, how, how, is Chad like chained <laughs> up at all? Uh, Chad is, uh, you've got, there's two guys that are carrying chains as they're dragging him into the arena. And as they get to the center, they uh, tie... They tie the chains basically like to one of the posts of the ring so that Chad can't like leave the ring, uh, but has freedom to move around and try and avoid this wrestler. I can try to use my um, super hot fingy tips technique to. You'd have to go in, in the cage and I can just like pop the posts. True. But then he would have to fly with posts hanging from chains. Yeah. There are like. So this is inside. So there are like uh, like tor- torch sconces around, right? Mm-hmm. To like eliminate yep. everything. Oh. Yep. All right. Rosic. When it starts getting like, you know, Chad starts like winning, you need to like up the flame in all of the torch sconces. And we're going to start playing it up, right? And then I'm not sure how we're going to, we should have some sort of sound component, but I'm not there yet. Um, Ren is then going to dart the two guys in the back 
so that they just pass out, right? And then we're like, oh, the spirit's overtaking them, right? And then <laughs> <laughs> I will pop the the uh, posts and and knock out a hole in the ceiling for him, and he just sat there. Sounds oh, foolproof. Here's the sound component. Ren runs up to Liko and presses the megaphone into her hands. It's like, you're scary. Make scary noises. <laughs> Thanks, Ren. <laughs> Thanks. You're the best kind of scary, Liko. But what are you? <laughs> I like to think it's because I'm quiet, not because I make a lot of scary noises. Yeah, you don't make a lot of noise. She doesn't really make a lot of noise, Ren. Are you sure I'm the right person for this job? There's a twinkle in Ren's eye. He says, you have everything you need for this role. She just leans over to Elsa, like, just just give her a hand. I'll see what I can do. (laughs) Brian is just the Scorsese of the Four Nations. Or the Tommy right. Wiseau. <laughs> or the, the, the Tommy, Tommy Wiseau of the Four Nations. <laughs> All right. So the plan is to, as as Chad will uh, clearly start winning this fight because he is a giant uh, beast and against a man. Uh, you are going to kick the flames up, dart the two guards. And Liko's making scary noises, and then you're going to free Chad and get out of there. Yes? That is basically the plan, yes. It's okay. flawless. Right. It's flawless. It's perfect. I've never it's heard of that plan in my entire life. Once once Ren's back is turned, Osa leans over to Liko and just puts his hands like out and goes, it might be better if you bend and just, I can use the megaphone. I Huh? Like you're, you're, you, got- you can bend, you can do things. I'm useless in this fight. Okay, Justin, is there water nearby? Is there a fountain? Uh, there like are. Fountain? There's not a fountain, but there are a number of people that are drinking out of like large, uh, you know, those large like uh, collectors cups of like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like an amusement yeah. park. So like 72 ounce, like collector's edition. There's like, everyone's got those. There must be some like special event going on and they're all filled. You can feel the water in all like 272 ounce cups. So Liko, the crowd is your fountain. Okay. I got an idea. <laughs> and I look, I turn to Osa and I say, just follow my lead. And I give him the mic. Yeah. All right. We got parallel plans going on right now. I love this. Uh, I want to see. I want to see what Liko is planning. Uh, is there a moment you're waiting for? Is it and now? Go time. Uh, I, I think mm, there should be a moment for it. Okay. Because I'm yeah. The, the goal is to get Chad right. Mm-hmm. The goal is to get Chad. So, yeah. Okay. I don't know if it'll work, but you know. All right, I uh, the referee like looks up at the giant bird thing, leopard leopard uh, eagle. <laughs> I want a clean fight. Okay, uh, and backs off, and the bell goes ding, 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 
and the Undertaker just like Spirit jumps up into the air at Chad, and Chad just paws him and just knocks him back down to the ground. <laughs> and he like gets up rah, rah, and goes running and charging and just jumps in the air again. And this time seems to grab onto chat and they're like now like flying in the air uh, and not moving, uh, but you know, just fluttering around the stage. Uh, Chad is trying to, to shake the spirit taker off uh, and is, is having a little bit of trouble now. Okay. This would be that moment. (laughs) I've never done this before. Um, Liko probably did it actually in in a smaller form back at home, but she's never done it. Something this massive. I want to take all the water and all of the the drinks, Mm -hmm. form it into the air to make it into the shape of a dragon otter. Okay. And have Osa make the noises. Okay. Whoa. I think this is a push your luck. But before you do actually, tell me what is your what is your intent? What are you hoping the outcome is? So my my goal is to try to help chat in any way that we possibly can, whether it means knocking down the guy or trying to find ways to is he like chained up in any way? Because I feel like he's kind of stuck in something. Yeah, he's he's chained to like posts on the ground. Yeah. Let me float something past you here. That this is perhaps an intimidate. It yeah it could it could count as that too. Hmm. Okay. Got it. An eight. That's pretty good. So they get to choose one. Does Johnny have to be a part of this too? Because a, a big part of selling this would be Osa's screams. Yeah, yeah. Osa, as soon as as soon as uh, this forms, or even as it's forming, he pu- puts the megaphone to his mouth and just starts mimicking the sounds he's heard Rue make, and I was gonna say, like Osa could come at that from a completely different angle because he's heard and seen things that no mortal has seen. Yeah, and could just like really make he that choose his <laughs> I get it. Well, it looks it like Rue, so it should sound like Rue, right? This water ice water dragon otter uh, is created and starts flying around the stage, uh, making these noises that you all know is coming from Osa, um, and. Hmm. Um, Justin, yeah, I have I have a suggestion. So Johnny is definitely helping for sure. If you yeah, would be someone else can actual aid because Rose, like at this point, could try to discreetly as possible maximize the amount of flame coming out of the sconches on the walls to add okay. to the intimidating factor. Okay. I'd happily mark a fatigue to we could push okay. it up to a ten. Yeah. I like that. Go for it. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So with that, with both Rosic uh, increasing the flame and Osa's uh, rune noises, that brings that up to a 10. So Liko, um, there are the four options. They run and escape. Uh, they back down. They give in or they attack you. You can choose one that they cannot choose to do before I get to decide what they do. They cannot attack me. Okay. Wait, before you say what they do, Justin, Chase is just going to shout, they've angered the spirits! And <laughs> try to, like, <laughs> walk right off the top. 
Um, no, he's trying to like incite fear. Just to be clear, I picked that up. I picked that up. I picked that up. I think then the entire stadium just goes. <laughs> Everyone, including all the guards, including the spirit taker, just scrambles out of there. And you've got a moment uh, to yes. get chat out, but you got to tell me what you got to do. Well, I was just going to say, as soon as they people start running the opposite direction, Osa drops the uh, megaphone and runs over. And I'm assuming that the because. Che doesn't. Or not che, sorry, Che does have thumbs. I was about to say Che doesn't have thumbs. Um, <laughs> che doesn't, yeah, have thumbs. doesn't have thumbs. Uh, I'm guessing that the the chains and stuff are probably just like the pins, like not even a lock. And mm-hmm, so I'm just gonna push mm-hmm. the pin out yeah. to get the sure. yep. chains yeah, yeah. off. Yeah, Ren will match you on the other side. Post haste, you you pull both the chains off, and Chad's like. We're we're really sorry. Oh, wait, I forgot. That's not what Chad sounds like. Chad's like, hey, man, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, you gotta do, you do you. <laughs> bro, it's wild here, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to, as discreetly as I can, earthbend a, like, large stone, like, somewhere in the vicinity of Chad and the water dragon so that it okay. seems spirity and like i'm gonna put up a bunch of them just like have them float but then one's just gonna launch up towards the roof and like absolutely with the intention of like knocking a hole in the roof okay is the spirit Um, taker still attacked the chad what is the spirit Spirit taker is fleeing okay everyone's fleeing. everyone is fleeing cool cool cool. you guys should just get on chad at that point yeah yeah. The I will not make you roll. Two of us. The 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 whole poof, blows up the uh, the roof. Uh, there is I, Elsa brought it up. There's only spots for two people, so two people can get out on Chad, and the other three are going to need to. Elsa and Ren are right there. So yeah, they just go, and we just run out the crowd, okay. and we blend in. I was going to suggest barrel monkeys, but I guess another time. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Another, Another time. time. Another lift, Chad. Lift. Keep that one. Keep that one in your playbook. <laughs> you're all. Man. It's too fat. I don't like. I don't like saying it. I'm not supposed to say it anymore. You're too fat. <laughs> Look at an elevator. I got a weight limit. <laughs> uh, uh, you all see Osa and Ren uh, fly out of there on Chad, and you sneak out with the rest of the crowd that is running away. Well, I guess fear is to our advantage, so we'll keep you painted blue for a while, buddy. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that might be a bad idea, Ren. You sure, I don't. I don't think it really goes with my colors at all. Uh, <laughs> oh my got a, I got a, I got a peacock. You know, you're just you're caging a, a wild animal. <laughs> it's your body, Chad. <laughs> So we Man. touch down and try to find our, our friends as the crowd disperses outside of the building. That plan was so good. It actually worked. Yeah, our plans like never work that well. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm getting better. I'm do you guys think maybe it worked too, too well? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
No, no, no. It was definitely because Liko contributed her part, which definitely was the best part of the plan. Thanks. I told you you could do it, Liko. <laughs> you told me something different. Yeah, that but... was not what you told her at all. <laughs> yeah. But, but Osa, yeah, great, great vocals. Uh, I sold it. Thanks. Yeah, I was, I was inspired by Ren's inspiring words to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. I realized Second, that. Secondhand inspiration. We're scraping the barrel. Nothing like leftovers. It's great. Yeah. And also, don't think I didn't catch that little bit of pessimism. We're fine. You know, it's whatever. We're just we're getting out of here. So we'll this is normally the part where we escape in haste because we've destroyed a building and angered several people. But we we do need to find your bombs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be fair, no one's, fo- no one's followed you. So, for a second there, I thought you were Chad. <laughs> I was like, to be fair, no one's followed us at all. So I think we're we're in the clear so on this one. Great, that's a great Did point, Chad. Talk this entire time. <laughs> what? No, it's, it's just the residual effects from the cactus juice. That's why we can. You guys are hearing him, right? <laughs> oh, uh, I might be hearing something different than you, but yeah. No, oh, that'd be funny. We all hear something different. <laughs> Chad is so wise. To Ren, Chad is just speaking fluent Spanish. <laughs> Why would you just hear terrified that, screaming? <laughs> 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 Who taught him that kind of language? Jeez. So where do you think we would find your bombs in this town? I don't know. Anywhere. Probably also, that guy's place. Super late at night. They weren't in the bakery, if you guys were wondering. Uh, nobody seemed to be wondering, so I just I, decided to I, say it. I was wondering. Uh, weren't in the bakery. May have done a B&E, not a burden exit, but a breaking and entering in that case. Um, the lady wouldn't let me check out her shop. Uh, but if I didn't leave it in a bakery, I feel like it's, you know, it's probably with someone who can handle it, you know? I mean, do you have the materials you need to make more? I could make some stuff, yeah. Um, the clay isn't hard to come by for the exterior of the pots, and but a lot of the, I mean, I could, I, make, I could make a couple, but I'd mostly have to purchase or repurchase a lot of the explosive materials. You have no and, recollection of where you last left. Not a, not a clue. I'm I like cracking my brain. Can I roll again? <laughs> no, no, no. I was oh, gonna say you rolled already. I was uh, gonna yeah, say no. I, had, I don't think Rosex rolled yet. And Rosex was I'm guessing Rosex overheard a little bit about them talking about the money. Okay. And I think Rosex would really like to think about how exact what exactly this money is. Okay. How they got a hold of it. All right. Because maybe it's like winnings, but it, that doesn't seem yeah. the case. Because why would yeah. the thugs be after it? Why don't you so, roll to remember your cactus juice trip? Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's focus. It is focus. Yeah. Thankfully, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> Please roll high. I rolled a seven. Okay. Um. <laughs> 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 it's like the best outcome though right it's, i love it i love the middle outcome it's the it's, best it is it's the so best. great it's so good um 
Because I feel like being in this place now has maybe jogged some memories. It 100% has. It 100% has, Rosic. Because you are remembering that uh, <laughs> we like sort of like zoom in on what the arena looked like bef- when there are other people there like earlier during the day. And like Che is standing over Hogan holding his underwear up and we like zoom into that back room and there's like a sauna and Rosic is just in a towel um, <laughs> with, with uh Buoling is there as well too. And all of these thugs and they're all just schwitzing in this sauna <laughs> and talking about life and things. And, uh, Rosic mentions how many bows that he has eaten, like dumplings he's eaten with Che and Bossing say, and they say that they are gonna, they want to start opening dumpling restaurants in Bossing say, and Rosic says that he, he's like, oh, I'll do it, I'll I'll open up all these restaurants for you, and so they give you a ton of money they give you to investment. open up all these restaurants. That's really sweet. And then you also remember this man coming in and like yelling at his thugs for like, why would they give you all this money to open a dumpling restaurant to a man that they just met? And you see yourself like look around the room, quickly grab the bag and just run out of the sun (laughs) in a towel. (laughs) So, Upon remembering that, Rosic looks up, and Rosic is like in the circle of the group, but he's squatted just eating the fried food that he got. And he sort of looks up with a mouthful of fried food and goes, I know how we fix this. Are you going to say something insane again? We need to go to Bossing Say right now and open up a franchise of bow stands. Okay, so the answer to that was yes. <clears throat> yeah. I'm just going to pretend you didn't say that and keep moving. Okay. Um, Did you remember something important? Ren's clearly fretting. He's like twiddling his thumbs and like looking down and thinking really hard. It's like in his head. It's just like, oh, this could be Rosic's good idea for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to discourage this. No, he already had it. But I don't. Oh, when was that? I don't know. At some point in the desert. I thought we slept since, but maybe not. <laughs> no. Yeah. There was no travel nap on uh, on roof. No. All right. Okay. So not having had a good plan doesn't make this one a good plan either. <laughs> <laughs> but what what I'm what I'm saying, guys, is we don't we don't need to open up bow stands. But I know how we got this money. Okay. How did we get the money? I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I know how we got this money. I think I convinced all the guys that Ren knocked out that. We would open up a, f- a franchise of bow stands and bossing. Say they've invested in us. That is an oversaturated market. That is a terrible, terrible yeah, investment. Yeah, it was a terrible. It was yeah. That's so really is on them. So yeah, I mean, I don't really. Way to go, I guess. I don't really have any frets over so keeping we, this money. If we keep it, are we committing yeah. securities fraud? I mean, <laughs> is that a law here? <laughs> It, it was in the Southern Air Temple. I don't know about the Earth. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not too uh, familiar with the specifics of fraud because pretty sure I've never earned a 
single legal dollar Never in your life. Never a buck in your life. Okay. Yeah. Here's here's uh, the question though. Do you think those guys know where the bombs are? I couldn't remember anything about that. Anybody? Anybody remember? We can we can ask them. I mean, if they're still knocked out, we could just go rummage through their things, right? They seem like pretty rough guys. But if they're still knocked out, you could just knock them out again if they wake up. When we go in, you could add more of your whatever you did and make sure they're out longer. Hopefully don't kill them. All. You could just chi block them too, so they're just like paralyzed. Yeah, they wake up and they can't move. So I got I know this is hard maybe for you to believe, but I'm not very good at chi blocking it. I've not even used it in combat once. And no well, you Osa, just took out that, guy. that match doesn't count. Che what? That was a very real fight, Ren. You definitely chi blocked that man. I just watched you. Wait, was that fake too? I thought the chi blocking was real. I, I understand that wrestling isn't real. Oh, sorry. sorry. Wait, there there are aspects of that fight that weren't real. We can we can go see if they're still asleep. I'm a little <sighs> upset that you're not answering the question, Ren. <laughs> it was it wasn't. Wait 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 wait, guys! It's not like my bombs are are not replaceable i mean we can we can we don't have to go back for them we have this thing where these 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 those two siblings are going to lead us to wan shi tong's library or chapel or whatever and we're going to go there we just need to win them the stupid race i don't know you're right we have lots of money and the white lotus could could do stuff if we require it i can make more bombs later yeah maybe we should just turn in for the night and lay low for the race. So let's go find Hen and Melor and figure out what's next. Yeah. Just tell them we've had an incredibly uneventful day. Oh, okay. I'll take that food now. Oh, here you go. Rosak like gives you like food that's been sitting in his pocket and just like sort of slides it out of his pocket. I'll take one of the fish balls. Yeah. There's maybe a few couple pieces of lint on them, but you know, nothing you can't pick off. Thanks. We've eaten worse. What are, you, what are you guys looking at? Taste it, Ren. <laughs> eat it, Ren. <laughs> eat it. Ren does take a bite. It's a it's a lukewarm fishball, man. It's you know it's there's not, not good. A, there's honestly not a ton of range to fishballs once they're cooked. There honestly isn't. I've tried so many there's, of them. Like top top of the line fishballs are good, and bottom of the line are still pretty good. Yeah, it was just kind of, it's just the way it is, you know? I still, I vividly remember, I vividly remember being like 16 in the Philippines and going to like the eighth, like, like street food stand of the day and asked the guy selling the fish balls, like on the stick, what was in them? And he just kept saying fish. <laughs> <laughs> and balls, what do you not get about? <laughs> it is the truth. Like, All right. So I just handed him the pesos and I was like, I'll eat the fish balls. You find uh, Melor and Hin. Uh, and Melor's like, Oh, uh, you guys weren't gone for quite a while. Everything okay? Yeah, the fish balls are good here. Yeah, you want some pig intestines? Okay, nice. Um, we may have angered a gang or something. I don't know. Uh, oh. that, that was already true. I feel like you didn't. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Oh, gotcha. But then Ren knocked them all out. If anything, we re-angered a gang. We made a gang angrier. Yes. Are we gonna have? Are they gonna follow you? Are we gonna have problems? I don't know. Not if we lay low. And Ren knocked them out and maybe killed them. So 
Oh. <laughs> We're just oh. going to hope for the latter and you know, move on. Let's just hope well, that guess... they're not in any way involved in this uh, Dust Bowl race. Yeah, that would be uh, uh crazy coincidence. Why would you man? even say that? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Rose like just has this like meta power of speaking things in existence. <laughs> you you two aren't in the gang, are you? No, you're not. We're not in gangs. <laughs> we're no, no. We're like we're 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 poor orphans. <laughs> Did you just use the excuse of being poor as why you can't be in a gang? Because I'm pretty sure that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's like the reason you join yeah, a gang, that's, Justin. That's the gateway reason of joining a gang. <laughs> Uh, okay well um if you're done with whatever you're doing here uh we can take you back to where the siwang tribesmen stay and you can help us fix up the sand sailor uh yeah that sounds a good idea awesome and and you get on rue and chad and they give you directions and you begin making your way towards this area where the Siwang tribesmen stay. I think uh, Osa and Che wanted to have a conversation, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and you can definitely have that on the travel. There's even some time where you can have it where uh, people aren't listening. Cool. Che will like purposely usher Osa to like the back of of Rue, so it's yeah. just like there. It's only their two seats next to each other. Mm-hmm. I'll wait till they're flying for a little bit, and we'll be like. <clears throat> So, why were you glowing in the alley? You saw that, huh? Yeah. Have you ever thought about... What if Iron's right? Nope. Has it crossed your mind at all? Not for a second, but we can... We're having a conversation. I mean... Here's the thing. Can you keep what I say between us? Yep. I've been talking to him. Why? Because I I just I need to know that we're doing the right thing. And I feel like I I used to see the world in dark black and white there was right and there was wrong and I always tried to be on the side of right but ever since I died everything's a lot more muddy and I think that even if Pangole is right about Iron that Iron might be a little bit right about Pangole and the white lotus and the way the world works and what if he's the one who's more right yeah I guess I've never really considered his ideological ideological like standpoint or anything but I hadn't considered whether or not he was right because I don't care if he's right or wrong he sent someone, and because he sent someone, Liko got hurt. I don't. I don't care if 
these philosophies, right? And I, I understand that this is a big, you know, shift in, in your feelings about the world. I feel like that's a it's very different from the conversation we had in the White Lotus. But to me, the world's always been gray. Yeah. So it's not about right or wrong. I mean, if we decide that the White Lotus is wrong after this, then we do something about them. Yeah. On to the next. I guess I just, ever since I came back, I can't get rid of this feeling that even though I'm back, I'm not going to be here for very long. And I want the things I do while I am here to make a, a difference in the right way. In the best way. I don't know. That doesn't come from the what, right? It doesn't matter which path you choose with the time that you have. It's the reason why you chose it, right? I don't know about that. Yeah, maybe I don't either. If I'm being honest, and I, and I guess I should be if, if we're having this conversation, and I, I'd like for you to keep this to yourself as well, some of the decisions that I had made while you were gone doesn't really make sense to me. I, uh, I didn't even consider ending now, Zhao. And I don't know why. Hmm. And what scares me the most is that it very my white very well might be because I don't know why Rosic is with us right now. Like I know he's my older brother and I know that he is from Bossing Say and we might have met him there. Well, he, he knows you, so it was before we got there. Uh, but I opened my eyes after the whole mother of faces thing. And he was standing there, which is the first time I had ever seen him in person in my life. And I assumed that that was because he was the thing that I had forgotten. Well, uh, yeah. Wow. And, uh, haven't really known what to do with that one. So yeah. I guess what I'm trying to point out is that I might not be the best person for this conversation, unfortunately. Uh, well, sorry. You don't, there's nothing to be sorry for Jay. I won't tell anyone. Thanks for trusting me with that. Maybe, maybe Wan Chi Tong will know something to get your memories back. Yeah, that's what I'm rolling for. Um, just kind of winging it at this point. Yeah. Well, if there's one thing I do know, with all the things I'm confused about right now, is that if you're ever in doubt, you can trust Rozak. Yeah, I've been going with that for the most part. He says the most insane things I've ever heard in my life. Oh, so. he definitely does. I'm not entirely sure he always knows what's going on when we're all talking. But yeah, I've gotten that sense. I also know that especially you, 
he would do anything for. I believe that he would die for any of us, but he'd do it twice for you. Well, let's not have any of that. We'll try to avoid it. But whatever you want to do, we can do, just to be clear. If you want to beat something out of Iron or talk to him or whatever, we can do that. But he he's going to get what's coming to him. That is not negotiable. If we want to carry on his his fight, because it is, you know, he surprises us all with the moral, you know, weight of his pursuits, then we can take up his arms, but uh, we're not doing it with him. Osa doesn't say anything else. He just nods. And I think you would notice that there's definitely like, as, as you're saying that stuff in particular, like an uncomfortable shift in the way he's holding himself. And you continue flying through the desert for a little bit. And eventually you get to what looks to be just like this giant dune in the desert. And Miller and Hinn point down towards it. And you land. But it's just nothing. It's just completely empty. It's just a big mound of sand. What's with the big mound of sand? Finally, someone asked. <laughs> what is this? A center for ants? Uh, <laughs> it is. Look, the. Uh, you gotta keep quiet, okay? Not many people know about. Not many people have been to. Oh, you mean keep a secret? Okay. Sitting well, yeah, yeah. quiet. Sure, that's fine. You can be loud. Just don't tell people about this. And um, they kick, and the sand starts swirling up out of the dune, and it reveals this staircase that goes down underground. <coughs> was that ne- was that necessary? Oh, yeah. Okay, it was. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. Sorry, sorry. Got my face a little bit. Uh, we've got the it. things that cover. I'm sorry, we should have warned you. Yeah, we kind of covers yeah. for our face. Uh, okay. Um, and they start walking down these stairs. What do we do? And they're like, what do we do with our dragons? St- uh, they kick again, and the like sand like expands and opens up so that it could fit a dragon. <laughs> That's neat. Nice. And you guys, bird? <laughs> uh, the bird can come too. It's smaller than the dragon. <laughs> uh, you begin walking down these like ancient stone stairs, and you travel, and eventually you like come into this cavernous area that's like completely dark, and they touch a few sconces on the wall, and they start lighting down the path. And eventually in the distance, maybe 100, 300 feet away, you see this massive stone city deep under the Siwang Desert. And people are walking around. And they look at you and say, "Uh, welcome to the Enclave. Cool. And the scene goes black. 
and we come back. Uh, it's daytime now. We hear a bunch of kids running around. Uh, you know, they're playing like some form of like earth ball where they're like, <coughs> they're like taking turns tossing earth uh, rocks at each other and seeing who can dodge it and take it. Uh, and we like keep panning around and we see uh, Hogan is there and he's wearing like a clown getup. And there's like kids jumping on him and like pulling on things. And it keeps like panning. And we see this little girl. Uh, she's like opening presents. And then the mom comes up and goes, uh, It's time for the birthday cake. And off screen, someone brings a birthday cake and they set it down in front of this little girl. And just around the entire thing are Chase grenades. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to black. <laughs> and then um it's it's back in the wrestling arena uh and we see like the unconscious hand of someone who's uh been hit by Ben's poison and we kind of pan back and we see a couple more unconscious bodies and then a foot steps into view and it is the small man who is in charge of the money laundering scheme outside of this wrestling arena. And he kind of kicks one of the unconscious bodies and the guard, <clears throat> And then the cam, the camera finally pans up to see his whole face and he is holding Ren's Naganada. Mm. And he looks at it and he goes, oh, I know exactly who this kid is. We'll get our money back. And then he the runs, to the, he <laughs> runs <laughs> to the bathroom. He runs to the bathroom. And then he spends the next five days on the toilet. Yes! <laughs> after this! And... We will see what happens with this uh, sand sailor racing next week. Ooh, fun, fun, fun. But that's uh, that's it. What's up? Can I just go and crowd sleep until next next Wednesday? Sure. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, but I think we we answered most of the uh, the drug trip questions, huh? I think everything kind of got figured out eventually. Yeah. I think everyone's rolled at least once. Yeah. Uh, and it also, and you know, the way life goes, sometimes you don't get all the questions answered after a, drug after a drug trip. Uh, <laughs> and it also means that next week we will start with growth and advancement. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. No to everything. Oh, yeah. I will no not reward fans. Some of you might. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, well this has been so much fun we hope that you have enjoyed exploring the four nations with us this is the flying bison podcast and we will see you next week bye bye Bye. the flying bison podcast is an independent podcast if you feel like directly supporting the show please check out our patreon while the Flying Bison podcast seeks to emulate the tone of Avatar The Last Airbender, this is an improv tabletop role-playing game, and the actress may briefly depict scenes with more mature story elements. Avatar Legends is developed and produced by Magpie Games. The worlds of Avatar The Last Airbender and Avatar The Legend of Korra are property of Viacom CBS. 
Intro music is Dizu by Sendai. And outro music is Tokyo Funk by LATG Music. Logo and art by Kate and Matthew Menke. You can find more of their work at pomican.com. Link in the show notes. <laughs>